swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession-proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Just about 24 hours from now, I will experience my first Florida hurricane, Hurricane Ian. Did you know that you can't prepare for everything? So why prep it all? Hi, I am your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm so thankful that you're here listening And so today I'm going to talk about my, um, my little bit about the preparations for, um, the hurricane that's coming. Obviously, um, you will be listening to this episode after, um, it's already passed. Hopefully it'll be gone. Um, And I hope to share with you a few things that are a little bit deeper, even than prepping or the purpose of prepping. So um, just as on a side note, before I get started, I also wanted to invite you to share what you learn with other people. Um, Teaching someone something that you've learned within 24 or 48 hours is one of the best ways that you can hold hold on to the thing that you just learned, is being able to then tell somebody in your own words what you learned. So if you learn anything from um, any of my podcasts or episodes, I should say, um, I encourage you to share that with other people so that your retention is higher. And I, and that's, this is not my, I will continue to say this, but I want to give credit to Greg McEwen of the Greg McEwen show podcast show. Um, He's the one who teaches this idea of teaching other people um, within the first 24 to 48 hours. And it's a, it's one of my most favorite podcasts out there. Okay. So like I said, we're in about 24 hours. We will, I think the the east, west coast of Florida will be hit with uh, Hurricane Ian, um, the winds, the rain. We should start getting some rain and winds in before that. But I think like the, the big stuff comes in, starts to come in tomorrow and the next day. 
So we have we've only lived in this house for ten and a half months. We haven't had any hurricanes yet, and but I have had experiences in other hurricanes. So in New Jersey, we had three or four that went through there. I grew up in Virginia and hurricanes came through there. And in fact, if you go back to um, the episode that I titled um, a lesson I learned through a hurricane, I should know my episodes (laughs) that anyway, if you go back and you'll listen to that, I can't remember which hurricane that was. I think I even mentioned the name of it. I just can't remember Isabel maybe. So, um, all these, I, I names, Isabel, I've been through Isabel and Irene and now Ian. Okay. So let me tell you a funny story before we get, we get rolling. I just want you to know, I want you to note how far I've come in the last 25, 30 years. I don't, well, at least 25 years. I know that for sure. Cause I've been married 25 years. So when I, before I was married, Um, My hometown is Charlottesville, Virginia, and I owned a little townhouse in Charlottesville, and I worked at the Chamber of Commerce. And one morning I got up, and it was rainy and windy, and I drove to work, and as I was driving to work, I was like, where are all the cars? Where, where's the traffic that I usually hit, even in the rain? Like, there was nobody on the roads at all, and I get to work, park, get in the office, and nobody's there. What is going on? (laughs) And then my boss calls in. She's like, why are you at work? And I'm like, what? She goes, there's a hurricane. (laughs) Seriously, that's how absolutely ignorant I was. And I'm not, and nobody told me I, I didn't obviously didn't watch the news. I had no clue. I had no clue. So I had to drive back home. Um, I don't remember if I lost power or not. And I don't remember which hurricane that was. My parents live, they don't live in town, but they live outside of town and they have a big piece of property. And anyway, they lost power and I need, I eventually went to help them. That's a whole, a whole different story. But um, that's how ignorant I was. Like, I did not even know there was a hurricane blowing in. Nobody told me. But it's not anybody else's response. I keep blaming it on all the other people. See how I keep saying, no one told me, no one told me. Like, it's it's their fault. It's my responsibility to know what's going on in the world, to know when my safety is um, in danger. Is that the right way to say that? When I need to be more prepared. So, like I said, that's probably been, I've been married 25 years, 27 years, years ago, something like that. So anyway, so I have come a long, long way since those early days of being completely ignorant and I obviously survived. So I'm very thankful for that as well. So regardless of your state of preparation, you can always improve myself included And remember, you're responsible for your own preparations, your own self-reliance, and and it's not anybody else's fault but yours. (laughs) That's a fun thing to say. That's lovely, Wendy. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, that's my funny story. 
Now we're present day living in Florida, Hurricane Ian bearing down on us. And so what I do know from experiences, obviously there's wind and there's rain and debris can fly about. Usually tree limbs will, um, sometimes they'll break and fall. Thankfully, and I'll not, I don't have any wood to knock on, nothing around me to knock on, but um, virtual wood uh, to knock on is um, we have never really sustained much damage. And I hope that's the case um, for this experience. And there obviously will be a part two to let the rough side drag. And let me tell you what let the rough side drag means. This is a term my mom and dad, or especially my dad, has always um, said. And um, the idea is that you do the very best you can and let the rough side drag. In other words, you can't prepare for everything. There will be opportunities for us to um, do better, to bolster our preparations, to go, oh, okay, so that didn't work out so well. Um and I'll and I'll be free to share all of those. I, I try to keep note of what we're doing now and on the backside, what I learned and what I should have done. And I do have a blog post that I'll um, post in the show notes, the link in the show notes. Um, but if you go to my uh, website, which is joyfullyprepared.com and click the blogs link at the top, and you'll see, um, I think it's called Lessons and Observations from a Hurricane or something like that. You can read, I kind of outline it, detail it, bullet point, what I did do well, some of my concerns, and then on the backside, what went well and what we could improve. So I think that's a good, I think that's a good blog post. And that's the one from Hurricane Irene, which was in 2011 which was the year before Hurricane Sandy, actually. So, um, so I know that I, there will, to expect wind and rain, I don't know what to expect from this house that I live in right now because I haven't experienced a hurricane in this house. Um, my husband has worked tirelessly the last couple days shoring up the, the assets that we have, like the gener we have a whole house generator, thankfully, and making sure that that's in working condition. We have an extra um, portable unit. We have two. One, we are going to lend to a good friend of the family so that they they have um, a generator if they need it. And that's kind of the deeper point, right? Is that the the better you are prepared, the your understand that I'm apprehensive about this hurricane. I'm always apprehensive when, whether it was a snowstorm nor'easter or whatever in, in the wintertime in New Jersey, or it's a hurricane, whether in New Jersey or Florida, I'm always apprehensive. Uh, I don't necessarily fear, but I'm always like, okay, ready to, to move in case not like, not like, not not like move away, but like get up and, oh, we need, there's a leak or there's this, that kind of apprehension. Like what, I don't know what to expect apprehension. Um, but I'm, but I'm confident 
in what I have prepared and that we have used critical thinking skills, common sense, um, past experiences to, to do what we, to do what we've done. And we have more to do today as well. And probably tomorrow as it's coming in. So the, so we, we've got the, Sam got the generators, you know, figured out. We have solar lights, you know, like the, the outside little, the pretty little solar lights you put down the path in front of your house. We put those out because they'll charge during the day and we can bring them in during the night in case we lose power. Um, we have, we, as we moved only 10 months ago, 11 months ago, um, a lot of things were still packed up in boxes and we couldn't really, we didn't really know where things were. So Sam worked hard in the garage. Doesn't sound like I do much, does it? <laughs> I do things before the crisis happened. But Sam found our lanterns. We found our butane stoves and fuel. He found, we. I had ordered a tarp, a big, giant, large tarp months ago that should cover the majority of our roof should we need to use it. Um, like I said, I... I tend to excel in the long, long range um, preparations like, okay, this could possibly happen. We probably should have a big giant tarp and probably some extra tarps. Um, I excel in looking ahead at what could possibly happen. And my husband really excels in um, like game day stuff. He, he just, he's just amazing. He really is amazing. And I'm really thankful for how hard my husband works to protect and provide comfort for his family. Um, yesterday, the kids helped us clean up the backyard, the front yard to make sure everything was secure as, as best it could be. Um, I just planted, I did not plant it. My my friend, Sam Igo, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he came in and planted my elderberry farm and my blueberries. And I, sh I sure hope that they make it. This will be, they'll get a lot of good rain. Let's hope that they can survive the wind. Um, so the kids helped us clean up the back porch. Um, it's kind of a covered and screened in back porch, pretty large, like with, uh, they call it a lanai here. Um, and I had been, we'd kind of been using it for staging for like gardening and container gardening stuff. So it was honestly quite a mess. And, um, so I got all that cleaned up and, um, anything else that was around the yard, um, chairs by the pool, things like that. They're all put in the shed. Um, today I'm going to go around and take pictures or videos of, of our assets, you know, the different things that we own so that I have that as a record. I'm going to make sure that I have my documents in order, um, you know, birth certificates, marriage certificate, um, titles to the vehicles. Um, what else? Um, the, the deed we have digital. Um, so I'll, I'll go around and make sure I have all that. Um, put together, we'll put, park our cars in an open space. So we have a lot of trees in the front yard. We want to make sure that the cars are protected. I mean, we don't have enough garage space for any of the cars, honestly, right now. Um, let's 
Sam's going to, he bought some hurricane strapping that uh, he said you drill a hole in the ground, like 18 inches and stick these in. We're putting um, those around the um, trampoline and the chicken coop. I can't think of what else we have to do today, but there's other things. Cleaning, I highly recommend getting all your laundry done. I've done most of my laundry, a little bit to follow up on today. Um, Take showers every day. (laughs) Take a shower every day, maybe twice a day to make sure that you're as clean as you could be before you possibly lose power. Um, So uh, I... I wanted to just mention that I have this I have this feeling that this is not only going to be a wonderful learning experience for myself, myself is that right, me and my family. I I expect also to have the opportunity to serve other people. Um whether they're prepared or not, whether we I don't know if we won't be recipients of service as well. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I hope that we, because we have um, put our preparations in place and that we feel as confident as we can possibly be. um, There's not really much that hasn't been thought of, but maybe there will be once we get to the other side of this, like, Oh, okay. Maybe we need to do that next time. Um, But hopefully we can be of service to people. That's what I'm, I'm hoping because that's what, to me, that's the deeper reason why we prepare. We prepare so that our family is uh, secure and that we are secure. We, we are number one, but we also prepare so that we can be of service and alleviate burden and stress from other people, that we can be a light in, in the darkness of their lives. And I'm, I'm always going to do my best. I believe each and every one of us does our very best. Some days it may not seem like it's very best, but we are doing our very best. Um, Be grateful for your efforts and for your preparations. You are doing things. You, whether you think you are not, you are. And just as I was so flippin' ignorant back whatever 27 years ago with that hurricane that I didn't even know it was a hurricane I didn't even know we didn't have cell phones back then either um I had no clue but look I've, I've changed I've learned I've prepared I've I've um paid attention to what I need to know and then I've done things about that I recognize my strength I recognize my husband's strength And I'm grateful that we each have our strengths. I'm thankful that my children are on board, that they know that this is important too, and that they didn't gripe and complain. They were like, okay, we'll do this thing. So I'm thankful for them too. So I think that in the, in the face of adversity, gratitude could be one of the greatest skills and gifts that we could ever develop. Um, I just, I just love being grateful. And I'm grateful for, for these opportunities to learn. I'm, I'm grateful that I have to dig a little deeper, that I have to keep my house a little cleaner. My, I'm like, my yard's all cleaned up. I'm like, this is perfect. My yard's all clean. So sometimes there has to be some sort of a mess in order to clean up what's underneath the mess. I remember one time 
one of my kids, this was when they were little, little, and I hadn't cleaned the bathroom. It, it needed to be cleaned, especially the bathroom floor. I, I was pretty good at cleaning the facilities, but the floor, I just, I don't know why. And one of my kids got into my makeup, like makeup powder and dumped it all over the floor. And I was like, oh my God, I was so frustrated. And then I was like, well, the floor needed to be cleaned anyway. Thank you for the mess. So sometimes the mess, the event, it helps us to dig deeper and allows us the opportunity to address what what needs to be addressed that we kind of keep putting off for one reason or another. And then obviously always be grateful to have the opportunity to serve other people, to, to be a light, the light, a light in their, in their darkness. And that's honestly what we are. One of our reasons for being alive, being a human being is to be a light in the darkness and I'm, I'm grateful that y'all listen. And I don't, um, I wanted to, I was at, when I was, um, studying my, my Bible this morning, I came across this, this, um, this couple of verses in Psalms, and I just felt like I needed to share them with you today. I don't usually, this is not going to be a, a regular for me that I know of. I kind of go, when I do my podcast episodes, I kind of just, it's obviously off the hip, shoot from the hip most of the time. I have things kind of outlined what I want to say, but this, I felt like impressed that I needed to share this with you. So this is Psalm 139, 17 and 18, and then 23 and 24. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And that's the way I feel about the impending hurricane that God gives me the opportunity to, number one, he is with me. He thinks about me. He thinks about you. And what did it say? He said uh, in Psalm, if I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. God is always thinking of us. And even though it seems like things are bad, he is in, he is thinking of us and he is giving us opportunities to think to him as well. All right. That's enough of that. Well, it's not enough. I love, I love talking about how generous God is to us. Okay. So, um, I won't probably be able to, uh, I don't know if I'll lose power, but I will. And there'll be a, probably a couple episodes of the podcast before I get to part two, but I, there will be a part two of let the rough side drag. <laughs> and I will, I will guarantee you there will be a lot of uh, a rough side uh, dragging. <laughs> That's the way we roll in my family with lots of rough side. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to share the podcast with others. In fact, there's a new um, app called Picked Cherries. If you go to your app store, go to Picked Cherries. I think you can go to pickcherries.com and do it on the phone too. 
But if there, you can go on there and um, you can grab little snippets of a podcast that you like. Like if you heard something that you liked in my podcast, you can teach it to other people, but you can also grab a little, I think it's a 60 second soundbite and you can um, grab it like, and, and I think it, I think it posts into pictures. I'm not sure, but you can also grab it and send it to people or post it on social media. And I would love if you would do something like that, that would be spectacular to think that somebody thought I was, I had said something worth grabbing. <laughs> okay. So um, that would be fantastic. Um, anytime, I'd love for you to subscribe and five-star rate this little podcast. Um, let that algorithm know you're out there. That would be really fantastic. Um, and at the, at the end of the day, please know how grateful I am for each of you who listens and shares. And um, I've gotten lovely comments and a lot of, a lot of comments from people um, who listen and, and will just say, Oh, I'd love that. And I just think that that just tickles me. It just absolutely tickles me. Um, and I just want you to know how much I appreciate um, your listening and following and subscribing and sharing and all the things just really know it's very humbling to me that, um, for that. It's just a really great thing. And, um, I think you're amazing. I really do. And I'm really, really grateful to you. So I hope that you will, um, enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to joyfully prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points, too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.